to Pot of Cultura. Everyone, welcome back who's listening. Today is December 30th. We are nearing the new year. Just a quick reminder, this is Pot of Cultura, the official podcast of the Latinx Film and Theater Association at UCLA. I'm your host for today, Brian, and joining me today are... It's Alan. What's up? I'm back at it again. Hi. <laughs> and Leslie, yours truly. We've heard we've heard of of Alan and myself plenty of plenty of times, but I believe this is your second time on, right, Leslie? That is correct. Cool. So, could you introduce yourself again for any viewer that perhaps missed the episode you were on? Uh, yeah. Um, my name is Leslie, and I am a fourth year film major here at UCLA, and I do animation and screenwriting. Awesome. So she's the uh, animator of the group. <laughs> so yeah, today today's a pretty eventful episode, I would say, since we're we're gonna recap this very historic. Unfortunately, I say historic because it a lot of stuff has happened this year, but we're gonna recap this entire 2020 year: the good, the bad, mostly the bad, since there's been a lot of bad. We interrupt your scheduling program, Pot of Cultura. So there was an error and our audio got corrupted. So we weren't able to fix this part. So basically what's going on is I asked a question of, would you rather, as an ice rigger, would you rather travel back in time to the best year of your life and relive it? Or would you travel to the future any year you choose but you don't know whether it was good or bad. So what you're about to hear is our responses. And now back to your scheduling program, Pot of Cultura episode. Okay. I I would choose the future because like, there's not much you can do to really like change the past all that much. Um, Cause like you only have so many like tools and at, at hand, right? And we've only been living like 20 or so years, so. Yeah, and it's just like old stuff. So I would rather um, live in a newer year. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, interesting. How about you, Alan? I have so many questions from this one question. It's a great question. But like, would I, if I went to the past, could I just relive it and then my present would stay the same? Or like, would stuff change if I were to do stuff differently? So I know there's this whole thing where it's like the what what is it called these like the butterfly yeah effect? that where like whatever you do affects your future. Let's assume that all kind of lo- logical science stuff is out <laughs> of the question because I feel like any little thing could potentially affect it. You know, so I just get to relive everything like I the same way. Um. Well, if we're throwing that out of the way, you could probably make little changes here and there. Okay. You know, if we're not okay. taking that into account, cool. like let's say you got hit by a bus, <laughs> um, <laughs> and for some reason you decided to travel back to that year because that was the worst thing that happened, but you had an amazing rest of the year. Let's say you didn't get hit by a bus. Okay. Well, I I think I would probably maybe relive. I don't I don't know if it's my best year from the past, but one of the years from my past, I'd probably. Um, pick one of those um, and just just to enjoy it more you know like I feel like sometimes when you're kind of in the present you 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 forget to enjoy things a little bit more kind of just like take everything in um, and I feel like I would want to do that with one of the 
best years, I guess, of my life since this year hasn't been that great. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like I feel like I'd be too too stressed to go to the future because I feel like once I look at something in the future, when I come back, you know, back back to the present, I'd be scared to mess anything up, you know. Because maybe right. maybe I do like what I see or maybe I don't like what I see. So now I kind of be like preoccupied with like either trying to have that stay the same or trying to change it. And I feel like that'd be very stressful. <laughs> what year, if if I may ask, what year would you go back to then and pass? Probably it would probably be either my junior year or senior year of high school. Because I mean I didn't really get to enjoy my my college so far yet because <laughs> <laughs> I've been home. Yeah. So probably probably one of those two. I'm not sure which one, but I I did do some traveling those years, so I would like to travel again and just experience stuff better. Cool. Uh, I would actually say my senior year, so kind of similar to you, except my senior mm -hmm. year was a, a little bit more back. Uh, yeah. I believe it was yeah 2016. So I would travel back to 2016. It was just an overall good time. And mm -hmm. it's, it was it was just a great year, you know. Got into UCLA and was playing sports, was graduating, all that. So, yeah, I, I'd probably do because yeah. I I couldn't go to the future because if it's messed up, I'm just gonna be like, well, what's the point if it's so screwed up? <laughs> like, can I actually <laughs> make the difference? Like, yeah, yeah. So yeah, but it would be pretty awesome to you know, like Leslie said, to see the future. So speaking of a future, we can't think of the future without, you know, acknowledging our our past and our present. And 2020 has definitely given us a lot to talk about. So, yeah, let's uh, beginning with, I guess, January. It, I remember people were saying, if I'm not mistaken, back in 2019, when it was going to be the new year. They're like, oh, 2020 is going to be awesome, you know. Because you're the <laughs> the roaring twenties, and you know, yeah, and yeah. boy, were they wrong, man! Like it, it's <laughs> it all seemed so good, and it was you know it was my senior year, so my first uh, my first quarter fall quarter went went great, despite like mm -hmm. having like challenging classes. Like it went great. I was having a good time. LFTA was. You know, working on uh, your film, and I was we were getting ready for Night of Cultura, and it seemed like everything was going great. And then winter yeah. quarter was normal, and we were hearing. I remember hearing about the the coronavirus, uh, just like on <laughs> on like on the news. But I would kind of glance at it and be like, eh, "Like, it can't be that big of a deal, right?" Yeah, I, I remember we had a conversation. I think after after one of the socials, me me and you and I, I think Dady was there too. We're all like, "Yeah, it's weak. It's probably like <laughs> it'll probably take like two weeks. We'll eradicate it." <laughs> How wrong we were! No, yeah, yeah, definitely. Like for a lot of, for all of us in the U.S., like we weren't taking it seriously, and we didn't. It didn't seem like it was going to come to us mm -hmm. very it, hard. Yeah, it, you know? it seems so. I guess you know it was it was all the way in China, so. We're like, it's it's pretty far away. Like, it won't reach <laughs> us. And then we were ending winter quarter. I remember we, it started spreading, right? It started spreading to Europe and, and different parts. 
And then mm -hmm. I, I just realized, well, all it really took was one person with the virus traveling from a, an infected place to the U.S. to really begin everything, you know? So I, I, rem yeah. I remember we were, we were discussing like, yo, should we cancel this meeting? Um, because <laughs> um, well, we, 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 had, we didn't really have like a, like a safety reason because there was really no one here like infected at that time, I think. Like mm -hmm. on campus and stuff, because it was still like, like March. But um, the stress of like, oh, classes are getting canceled, and classes are moving online, and we were going into our uh one week of spring break, and I was like, nah, it, it will be fine. So I remember we called. We we still had our regular Monday meeting. I think and I, I put in the yeah. chat like, uh, I think I was like something like Corona is not gonna stop us from having our meetings. <laughs> <laughs> and Dang, yeah, I was like all confident, like we'll have our meeting, we'll <laughs> we'll push on. And then I think two days later, I was in the dining hall uh, at B Plate, and I just heard um, UCLA has decided to make all of spring quarter online and my heart just dropped oh, yeah i, I can't yeah. imagine that for you uh, well weren't our, our finals also canceled some of them winter quarter i know some of my my finals were canceled they definitely made them easier or like made optional. Yeah, yeah optional there we go optional i think i had one optional and then two were like very lightened mm -hmm. yeah and it, and then it was it was just so hectic because everyone was like racing yeah, to like yeah. get back home and stuff and like deciding whether or not they wanted to stay. It came out of nowhere. Go home and everything. Yeah, and just trying to get your money back too. If you had like already paid your housing, like bro, I want my money back. I don't think I had paid yet, which was like perfect. But yeah. luckily, like it happened the like I think it happened finals week when they decided to cancel. And we were going into Final, we were going into a yeah. one week of spring break, so we we still had like that one week, and then we st we were supposed to start. Mm -hmm. So I personally hadn't paid um, my housing, luckily, and mm -hmm. they were just like, "Oh, everyone, pack up their stuff. If you know you're going home, you're not gonna pay." And, and I just see people packing. I was like, "This is so weird," uh, you know, because I'm used to seeing mm -hmm. people. I'm used to seeing a load of traffic in june when people are packing up and this is just it was kind of like it, it it was a first glimpse of it feels like the world is ending as dramatic as i may sound it just felt like you know in those disaster movies where people are just rushing to get their stuff and evacuating and stuff like that it kind of felt like that yeah it was and yeah. e and even then like it it, it hadn't although we were experiencing that it hadn't really hit us or at least for me it hadn't really hit me like we weren't even wearing masks at that point like that's crazy mm -hmm. to think of that you know yeah it was it was awful i remember i actually didn't move out for a while because i was in the university apartments <laughs> so i didn't move out that week in fact i lagged to move out but they didn't really say anything i mean no one was going to move in regardless Mm -hmm. So I took my sweet time <laughs> moving stuff out, <laughs> which sucked because I really liked uh, living like in the, uh, the apartments because 
the first three years I lived in a triple. And this one had a little bit more space, do you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh yeah, COVID had to ruin it. I, I did not expect that. I I think it hit I didn't I didn't really register it first. Like kinda like you said, Alan, it was kinda like um what? And then my my hope was just that we were gonna like I don't know, come back to this real quick or like go into extreme isolation for a week and control the thing. Yeah, I, I remember um I remember I was working out and like I, I usually listen to like podcasts when I work out and I and I listen to like kind of like the news mm-hmm. and stuff. And they were talking about Portland, Oregon. I think that's where it hit first and that's where it was like getting really bad. Um and I you know, I was at the gym, now like gyms are, are closed inside and it's just crazy to think that I, I think I didn't want to believe that it was gonna be get this bad. Like I I downplayed it. <laughs> um but if you're the president of the united states and you know how serious this is you shouldn't downplay it i didn't know how serious this was going to be so i downplayed it but the president of the united states has no excuse (laughs) yeah i read something recently um some news like on december 17th was saying that like one of his advisors had this plan that was basically just like like herd immunity Mm -hmm. which is I was, um, I was really for finding my senior year apartment and moving out because of COVID, it would be like, so I was able to stay in West possible for me to like go back home because I'm from a rural area that has like very bad internet and, you know, everything with school here is going to be dependent on using very stable internet. I feel like there is so much merit for easing up on academics with everything going on and we're not even getting into anything else but this is just solely pandemic if we throw in like all of the political stuff and then we throw in like the movements and the protests it's just a calamity of like stress i think for students so i i mean i can only imagine how difficult it would be i feel somewhat responsible for this (laughs) for for 2020 because i remember having this conversation with a friend uh we were in high school we were like in we were taking ap us history and i told her i'm all like you know like we haven't really lived through anything like that historical you know (laughs) like imagine the people who like kind of were like grown enough grown grown up enough to like actually like process 9-11 or like world war ii or the great depression and then two years or i don't know how many years later we got hit with like a fucking recession, all that shit, like at the same time. And now I regret saying that. <laughs> I do so say 2020 that. is Alan's fault. <laughs> it's not fun to I'll history. take the blame. I'm sorry, guys. Sent him those angry hate letters, uh, Alan's way. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously, the, the COVID 19 is huge. You know, a huge thing for for this year. It's dictated just about everything this year, and we're still going to continue talking about this next year. Obviously, as we're trying to combat this, and if you know, for us that are here in LA County, it's it's so bad right now. So it's yep. it's and you know what's was strange. I think there was so much coverage of the pandemic that 
you know, we were constantly being reminded, hey, this this is kind of serious. And then as new events start rolling into the news, what's in right now, I feel like they kind of um kind of got taken out of the media. Like it was always there, but not as much. So then people were like, well, I'm, I'm not seeing or at least I knew it was serious, but I wasn't seeing a lot of reports or coverage. And mm-hmm. now all of a sudden, um, at least in L.A., it legit feels like people don't think there's, you know, a pandemic because I see people out and about everywhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, basically, reality, the whole concept of reality has been politicized. <laughs> so <laughs> it's yeah. like, do you, do you believe in mass? Do you believe in science? That has all become its own political issue. And it's crazy. And that's really, it's really unfortunate. Yeah, it's crazy because a lot of the hospitals here are starting to like they're starting to use their parking lots as like you know places to put patients and stuff. Yeah, That's just they're they're out crazy. of space. It, it's literally yeah. like a movie. Twenty twenty just feel like that exactly. That, uh, like I already imagine there's some you know some uh, some director who's already thinking of that that movie for twenty twenty. I'm not even kidding. There's probably a handful <laughs> that are like we're gonna make because a lot did happen aside from the pandemic. Do you guys know the phenomenon where, like, whenever there are all these like disaster movies that were happening, like in the like relatively peaceful times, but like with this year, like this is the disaster movie. <laughs> like, we don't need to watch a a movie to get that fix. Exactly. You step outside. Hopefully, we we enter like a new because I know like like movies and stuff usually has like a lot to do with what's going on in the world right now so like during the great depression that's like kind of where there was a kind of like a, a, a little like renaissance of film because people were like i think they use musicals to like cope with the great depression i wonder like what we're gonna use TikTok. it's been just like tiger king yeah we, we go into escapist kind of things uh-huh well, if, except what if you know there there is nothing that's the part and and for me i rely a lot, a lot on like I didn't know this, but I rely a lot on like social interaction, like or being out of my home, mm-hmm. like even if it was just like walking to class or or going to grab a coffee and stuff like that. Like I rely a lot on that, and so being cooped up because I have a lot of energy, and I feel like at the end of the day, I just yeah, have so much energy that I didn't use, but it's like it throws everything off because I can't sleep. Because I'm like, oh, I need to do more. And it's just, it's also easier not to do anything when you're indoors and you're out and about, you know, you feel less productive. Definitely. Yeah. I get that. I get that feeling. Too. So I was, um, I did go through like a, a little checklist of, of things. This is just based on online of things that happened this year. So before mm-hmm. we move on to what, uh, what 2020 or how it has tremendous i know we already touched on it a little bit but to go more in depth i thought it'd be kind of cool to go through a list of everything that has happened or major events that have happened this year based on a new york post article okay and some of these i i to me they're like i i don't i don't care i don't care i don't give a shit you know some of these are important. <laughs> like, I really don't care if Prince Harry and 
Megan Markle quit the Royal Family, I could, you know, I, I don't give a shit. I think they have a podcast now. Hey, we should we should let them. Like, um, maybe we can I take guests. back everything I said. So, um, yeah, it was so I was I was in <laughs> tears when the Royal Family, you know, they quit from the Royal Family. Oh, I was I'm just like, I still don't <laughs> give a shit. I think. It look it kind of is interesting. Like if if you kind of look in, I mean, I don't know a lot about it, but like I've heard some of it, and I'm like, okay, I it's it's just a lot of drama. I get why people are into this, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's not like it's it's, it's just like it, like you said, it's just drama. And I, you know, I can't have mentioned this before. I hate drama so much. Like drama <laughs> stirs up conflict, and I hate that. So especially because it's unnecessary. Yeah, like okay, they left the royal family. What You're an you actor, though, video? Brian. Conflict That's why the whole world. But I'm faking <laughs> for writers conflict. too. I'm faking that conflict, you know. Okay, yeah. I'm That's trying cool. to make it convincing, but I no, <laughs> I just, I just, I guess I hate division of people, and mm. I think drama comes from that. So if oh, this yeah, is yeah. if this is drama, I just, I'm just like, I, I love it how they they titled it as they shocked both sides of the pond. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, I bet you like the average like British citizen doesn't even care. <laughs> just like, it doesn't okay. affect them, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, the next one, of course, we already touched on it. Was a COVID nineteen pandemic that goes without saying. That's been huge. Obviously, that one definitely is, you know, something to put at- attention towards. You know. <laughs> Yeah. The next one was uh this might not affect a lot of people unless you're like a basketball fan or a LA native or a Laker fan, but on the list next up is Kobe Bryant's death. Dude, I got chills oh, when yeah, you said that. that. Yeah, that chills. I mean Alan Alan's from the LA native. Mm-hmm. I grew up in LA County, I, you know, I've been a hard Laker fan since I was a little kid. Favorite player, and I, uh, I just loved his his mentality and all that. And yeah, that that one was maybe not impactful for a lot of people, but I, you know, it where, definitely where, impacted a lot. What happened? Where were you when when you found out? Because I I have like a very vivid. Ah, uh, yeah, I have a very very vivid memory. I was in the I was in my car. I was with my family. We were at um we were parking. It's like I remember every little detail. We were parking <laughs> yeah. in and I even remember the damn spot we were parking in <laughs> at the Vallarta. We were about to go get groceries. I was sitting mm-hmm. in the back and I have a group chat with uh my cohort or yeah. uh peer forward a company i work with mm-hmm. and they sent an article like a link to an article on the group chat and i opened my phone and i saw like the kind of like the thumbnail mm-hmm. and it was just like a helicopter and i read it and i was like this has got to be fake <laughs> this, this can't be real right so i i, I clicked on it and it it was like a legitimate, reliable source. Uh-huh. And I think as I stepped down, I, I literally was like, like, I couldn't talk. I was just like, like trying to process it. 
I was like, no, this 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 has to be damn a prank right it has to you know how celebrities they always say they're dying and stuff i'm like this, yeah. this has got to be a prank like like it has to be like like it's just it's a figure you don't you don't see this happening to yeah it, it came out of the blue yeah and i think it reminded everyone that it, it can come at any time to anyone yeah yeah. Well, it was it was just so sad because like he was with his daughter too, mm-hmm. and like they were you know they were in a helicopter and it's you know they were supposed to be having fun, but you know it just the weather conditions I think messed it up, and they just came down, and you know you can never be too powerful to just succumb to that kind of thing yeah Yeah. that's that's the crazy part as you know we look or i looked at him as a like this this great figure and you don't expect something like that to to happen it happened i believe it happened it might have been just on the borders of the valley which is where i'm at Mm -hmm. um and which is really really crazy and yeah, that that still hurts till this day, and it'll keep hurting because, uh, you know, what he meant to to L.A. and L.A. has always been a place of sport and Laker basketball. And I, I saw this video where after the Lakers won the championship this year, which mm-hmm. seems like what, what is that called, like? poetic i guess i don't know no like like when when something was just destined to happen fate destiny i don't know i guess one of those two like <laughs> i remember seeing a video after they won and that city of la like wherever it was i don't exactly know i might have been downtown everyone was just like cheering his name in mm-hmm. unison and something like that just gave me like chills yeah, I got chills right now too. <laughs> it was it was just I, I still remember like how it sounded and people were just chanting like, you know, th- this one's for you and it was just crazy how mm-hmm. at all I you know, I was watching every game glued to my seat and I, being being a Laker fan, I, I've been waiting for a very long time for them to win <laughs> another championship, man. I had to go through the era of freaking Robert Sacre and and um those players that I remember the Lakers when they had, they didn't have enough players to play. Mm-hmm. Like they legit yeah. during the game didn't have enough <laughs> players to play because the the last qualifying player fouled out, and they're like, you know what, we'll we'll let you play. It was so bad, man. And <laughs> I yeah, it's it's just nice that they're on the at the top. But yeah, mm-hmm. that's uh, that was a meaningful one for me, but. The next one on the list is impeachment of Donald Trump. I totally forgot that happened this year. <laughs> it, it doesn't feel like he got yeah, it because he finished his presidency. Yeah, it it didn't matter because the Republicans were in control. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, it was important, but nothing happened to him. It at least showed that, like, you know, the, the American public... Um, did not stand for what he did. Yeah, and it will for, it will forever scar him. That's just beautiful, you know. <laughs> yeah, he's impeached. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's definitely a big um, 
humiliation that he's he's going to be a one-term president. He's definitely going to go down in the history books. <laughs> oh, for, for sure. Reasons. Yeah, can you imagine like the next like up-to-date history book coming out in high school, oh. like going through <laughs> this year? And, I can't like, wait to read yeah, that. So- <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go back to school yeah, just for that. <laughs> All right, the next one is Parasite sweeps the Oscars. Oh yeah, I love Parasite. It was definitely like amazing to to see that a a foreign film actually won like best picture in you know the Oscars, which has been always like oh Oscars so white and stuff like that. They finally like recognize this film and yeah. stuff. Yeah, I I hate how some people are they're just it's like you can't just let some like you can, just can't let them win some people will make the thing of oh well they they only did that because you know they wanted not to seem as in favor of white films mm-hmm. or or they just did it because they wanted to you know shake things up and and not get criticized or stuff like that it's like well if if you keep thinking that same way you're invalidating their success you know mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I, I remember like people just complaining about it and like joker deserved it like look i saw both of those movies joker i i i liked joker but people hype it up way too much parasite was an absolutely beautiful I agree. film and it deserved to win like oh my god i just i love the structure i loved um pacing i loved the comedy the pacing was amazing and like um how it becomes like a thriller it's just amazing yeah the themes it tackles everything the director's great have you guys seen that picture where he makes both of the oscars kiss that's my favorite picture ever (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah so i don't know man it it was great to see a non-english language movie win so hopefully this will lead to uh, the encouragement for other films to keep making brilliant content you know mm-hmm. definitely next on the list is harvey weinstein's verdict damn i do not remember that at all but yes that's right that did happen i believe that was early early 2020 i'm mistaken i don't even know what to say on this like <laughs> Wow, it's been a long year. Yeah, it's been a it's been a long year for sure. It feels it feels like twenty twenty has not been a year's worth, if that makes sense. Whenever, whenever, so. whenever I'm watching a movie and then it says a Weinstein Company, I'm just like, ugh, <laughs> throw up. But yeah, yeah so that's all that I have to early, about that. Yeah, that was earlier in the year. Um, then the stock market crash of twenty twenty. Yeah. Yeah, apparently it was like worse than 2008, which is wild. Yeah, it, there's like different things. Like I think it dropped like the most it's ever dropped in a single day or something like that. Um, that was a good time for me. I I bought a lot of stuff when it crashed, and now I'm making money. So, <laughs> see, I, I I my dumbass doesn't know anything about that, and I had money to invest. I just I just didn't. <laughs> but yeah, I'm. I'm I feel like if it wasn't for that, and like I, because I was, I was, I was investing either way. But if it wasn't for that, I would have probably like not kept going with it. You know, if that makes sense. Yeah, because you you might have seen some good profit from 
come from this. Yeah, yeah. Especially the 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 amount of money that the government put into the stock market. Mm-hmm. That that's just insane to me. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the government like bailed them yeah. out, and you know, they we're not getting that same thing. The government bailed out the stock the average. market, but they won't bail out their own people. Yeah, it's it's like a repeat of 2008 in a way. It's a repeat of the whole history of the United States. <laughs> it's U.S. being U.S. It's 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 yeah. terrible. What are the poor corporations going to do without their money? <laughs> One less vacation home, I suppose. How sad. They're not going to be able, the CEOs won't be able to buy their 15th yacht. Man, I took a whole class about this and it just pissed me off all the way through. Like, oh my God, man. I <sighs> Next topic, please. <laughs> next. Well, the next topic won't really help Alan, but the next, <laughs> the next topic is... <laughs> The Black Lives Matter protest, which is even more infuriating, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Watching all that coverage. So, oh my gosh! Go ahead, Leslie. Take it away. I, I can't even. Um. Yeah. Um. You know, I think the biggest thing that has led to the prominence of the Black Lives Matter movement was the proliferation of smartphones and video technology mm. for the average person I agree. right because like think about it it goes back to like the 1992 like rodney king um uh protests and the civil rights movement right the craziest thing with um what was really remarkable about the civil rights movement was the first time that it was something that was able to be televised and the average like white people could actually see like police officers hosing down people, you know, and, and they could see that injustice with their very own eyes, you know, and we saw that again with the videotapes of, of Ronnie King. And then we're seeing, and literally in 2020, we saw a black man being killed on video, just suffocated for so long. And that was, you know, it, it the literal death on on video affected you know everybody yeah and um that i think that's that's what really helped spark such a nationwide and worldwide movement yeah i agree i think we've always had everything that's going on right now is not new we've had it for years it dates back Till the beginning of the U.S. history, and the only difference, like you're saying, is technology has evolved to a point where we have a little device that can record all of this, and we have the platforms to put them up for the world to see. So, in, while some people, you know, criticize the internet and they criticize social media for its lack of, you know, having kids go outside and play and all that, and the lack of, um connection that we have with other human beings like face to face while there is something to be agreed on that issue i do think that what it's provided has been useful and that's one of the reasons why we're able to see all of these injustices now as opposed to back then i remember i took a social class where we were talking about rodney the rodney king trial and we were dissecting how it is that 
the people in court change the narrative which brings me to a whole different thing which is the mm -hmm. judicial system and how like horrible it is how they switched the narrative and they manipulated the footage to say that they were just protecting themselves i'm like which really infuriated i was in that i was so heated in that class and i'm sure i wasn't the only one <laughs> so like looking at that and looking at this video it's it's the exact same thing and knowing that no justice has been brought it's it's the same story again mm -hmm. and you know that like if if it wasn't caught on tape then it would not have gotten it would they wouldn't have gotten nearly as 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 much of an attempt of at justice no i'm sure this has happened before yeah and how many people like do we not know about it that that happened to them <sighs> exactly and that's what the movement is for it's it, i think that it's not only for him and but also for all of the other people that have have not had um their day of justice i yep. guess mm -hmm. all the people who's um weren't captured you could say throughout the years who weren't captured on camera who the world never got to see so that's a hundred percent that's been a huge huge um events this year yeah i i remember um we were i think we were finishing up the quarter around that time yeah and i i just remember it, it just felt like the school didn't care because like we were still expected to like do all of our work and stuff and i i really wanted to go out and protest but like i didn't want to fill my classes either and it was just i felt so useless and i i had i had to go out there and you know um help out and stuff and and that it was it was a lot better i feel like for my soul you know to really feel like i was you know at least helping with something yeah i remember that like how do you expect me to do an essay when all of this stuff is going on at the same time like downtown los angeles is literally burning like what i remember i was just watching everything and i was like damn like <laughs> i really am living through history I, I, I really am part of this you know yeah they had i think they had there was one in uh right by westwood if i'm not mistaken uh around like the yeah. beverly hills area or somewhere around there there was a protest there there was mm -hmm. some in santa monica yeah, everywhere I mean, there, man there, there was a point where they took the um detained protesters and put them in jackie robinson stadium yeah. oh yeah yeah, you yeah, guys yeah. remember that yes, yeah, i, I remember, remember that i do remember that then um the school had to come out and say hey uh we didn't actually you know we don't stand for this or something <laughs> like that but it's it still happened they were there so i personally i think yeah i was still in school because it was it happened the spring quarter right like yeah, right before process. So I I was still in school and I had I, I remember I had classes and I was like you know getting ready to graduate which really wasn't really getting ready cuz there was nothing to get ready for. But I, I just <laughs> remember being super stressed because I just saw these protests and you know my classes weren't incredibly difficult but it was so hard to focus and all I wanted to do was like get out there and and like 
do something, but I know myself and I would have, I, I don't know how, or I do know more so how I would react if I saw someone being smacked by a cop. Mm. And it, it's not, it's not going to go the pretty way for the cop. I'll tell you that. And <laughs> it wouldn't go good for me either, obviously, but I, I, I just have that, you know, like that. Mm -hmm. Fighting. Yeah, that fighting. I like since I was little. I, I don't care how big the person has been. I've always just stood up to everyone, and mm -hmm. that's that's one of the reasons I don't. I didn't. I didn't protest that, and I was like afraid of getting arrested. Um, and how like mm -hmm. that would affect my candidacy for like DACA and all that. So. I, I had to stay in, but because I, I, <laughs> I know myself very well. I, I'm very level headed, but when I see something like that, I just, I can't not do anything. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a, that's a very important thing that happened this year, obviously. So let's, uh, let's move on to the, the next one. The next one is Kim Jong un's death rumors. <laughs> that's kind of yeah that one kind of made that. me that made me kind of laugh oh, yeah i remember all the memes holy shit it's just all rushing back it's all just memes rushing back <laughs> <laughs> it happened like twice no i, I remember it like happening <laughs> twice he died twice <laughs> but yeah that's all i remember people are like oh he's dead he's just like chilling in like Kabul or something mm-hmm mm-hmm <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know much. What much to say? If there's, is there much to say about this? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. He didn't really. Did they ever say? Because they're, they're not honest about like whatever he was dealing with. So they, did they ever say what he had? I just know that he. Or well, he... according to this, they just said that he was gravely ill. Mm. But uh, I don't think so. Because twenty knows? days later, he appeared at a ribbon cutting ceremony. <laughs> we'll just move on from that one. Then. <laughs> Here's another one, which will lead into obviously new events. But early in the in the year, Biden became the Democratic presidential nominee. Were we in school when that happened? Like, like um, I believe yeah. so. Yeah, this is when he God became. Damn. Yeah, because he became the Democratic. Yeah, I believe so. Well, early on. Yeah, so we'll talk a little bit more about Biden because I'm sure he's. I haven't checked the list. I'm going like literally one by one. I haven't checked what comes after, but I'm sure he'll appear on the list again. Mm -hmm. The next one was a Twitter hack. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was probably the biggest like hack um, ever, ever done probably. I remember that. Cause um, so yeah. So they like a bunch of hackers um, hack the profiles of these like really popular celebrities and like big name people that were saying, Hey, if you give this much Bitcoin, I will give you double the amount. Mm, I think I, um, I saw Elon Musk. A, yeah. Elon Musk was one of them. Tactic. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there were people, people actually did that <laughs> and they got quite a bit of Bitcoin from that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Lots of people were scammed that way. So don't trust well the right internet. Now. So maybe maybe that's the reason why it's doing pretty well right now. 
<laughs> yeah, it says here some of the people or political figures in business were Joe Biden, Bill Gates, Elon Musk, and Kanye <laughs> West. This is why you can't trust anything on the internet. Yeah, I think it was done. I think they were able to do it through like Twitter itself because apparently like like Twitter has access to everyone's account. Mm-hmm. So yeah. It was something like that. I don't know why you would believe that. Like, bro, why why would who got hacked? Why would Kanye ever reply to me? Like <laughs> nothing less like, you know, fucking give me money. Like what? So random. So dumb. I had no idea about yeah. this because I'm not on Twitter. But <laughs> you should I guess, I guess that's a good thing. <laughs> the next one was I can't even pronounce his name. That means I I don't even. I just don't keep up with the news. Ghislaine Maxwell arrest. Mm, that's Jeffrey Epstein's oh. wife, right? I have no idea. <laughs> I don't keep up oh, with the news. Yeah, I, I think I think that's Jeffrey Epstein's wife. Um, oh, okay. and then Donald Trump said that he wishes her good luck, <laughs> even though she fucking helped run the fucking like ch- child thing oh, i don't okay. know how to describe it but like the whole oh, okay. so that's what she okay screw her I, yeah I, I yeah so yeah fuck that lady she she was yeah she was a big associate associate with her with epstein and had a pretty big hand in the crimes screw that they her did. stab her with the lightsaber through the heart <laughs> kind of an easy way to do it but Oh, you're right. Uh, use the force to choke her. Is that is that better? Yeah. <laughs> force choke her. Yeah. Okay. Um. The next one was murder hornets arrive in the U.S. This made it's like, oh, we have COVID. Here are some murder hornets. Did we ever resolve that? Like, where where are we with I that? Have, <laughs> I have no idea, man. I thought we had resolved it, but then I remember like in the news recently saying like, oh, uh, scientists have just has just. Have, they have just removed the hive of murder hornets. And I was like, I thought we already defeated those. Are they still here? It's like you ask the government, what did you guys do to solve this problem? We send out a bunch of beekeepers out into the wild to capture them. <laughs> just a guy with a, a full out like helmet and, you know, those beekeeper things just wandering the street trying to find those murder hornets. <laughs> well, it's a dream. <laughs> it says it was spotted for the first time stateside. When they invaded Washington State, and it says it measures up to two inches, and they can wipe out an entire bee colony within hours. Yeah, I guess I guess they weren't that much of a problem if they're still if they're still out there. I, I guess they're not that much of a problem. Overhyped. Alan, next, Alan gets sting stung by one tomorrow. I've never gotten stung by a bee, so if I got oh, stung okay. by one of those, it would be that. The worst yeah, thing ever. <laughs> I've, yeah, I've never been stung by one ever. Where's the wood? <laughs> you've never been stung by nope, a oh when i was little when when my house was being built um i tripped over a beehive Ooh. while i was like walking to my Bruh. House. oh my god yes and i was like a kid and so i saw the entire bee warming around me and it stung my entire body it was really yeah. bad. Holy shit! I'm so glad you didn't yeah. die. I, like, if that many bees sting you, yeah. you, you're you're in trouble. I know. Yeah, it's a good thing I wasn't like allergic or anything. That's crazy. Um, yeah, it was not fun. Ouch. 
but now I, I guess I'm not that as afraid. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't, I don't think I've really been stung since. You're immune. <laughs> the universe or God or whatever knows that I'm, I do very bad with insect bites. So I've never been stung by a bee because God knows what will happen. <laughs> I've never been bitten by a spider either. I mean, oh, I, and then, oh, go ahead. No, I was just saying I've been bitten three times and it's awful. <laughs> like like up until recently maybe like the last two years i also never got bitten by mosquitoes but apparently what? i guess maybe my blood changed and now they're all over me but oh yeah for like most of like my childhood and teen years like i i didn't really get bitten by mosquitoes no way dude yeah it was weird and then like all of a sudden their appetite changed now they like your blood man something happened to my blood it might have boiled uh, but i'm I see what you did there. <laughs> okay, um, so the next one was, and I might say the name wrong just because I'm terrible at pronouncing stuff. Beirut Explosion. Am I saying that wrong? Oh, shit. Yeah. Holy fuck. Yeah, that happened. That was that was insane. My sister showed me the video, um, and I was like, are you sure you're not showing me a video of a, like, a movie? She's like, no, mm. this actually happened. It. I don't know. I don't even know what to say. It's It's crazy. Yeah, I watched that video a lot of times too. It's just, oh my god, dude! That's... Like, if it was that bad there, imagine like fucking uh, Hiroshima. Oh, and, yeah. Like when they dropped it during World War Two, like, goddamn, like, oh my, that's too much power for like countries to have. I know it wasn't like a bomb or anything; like it was like a factory thing. But God, oh my god! I... Yeah, that was crazy. It literally just looks like a like CGI. It... It's so scary just how like spontaneous it was mm-hmm. too. You can imagine being in that impact zone, like, oh god, yeah, it's crazy. It's scary. That that uh, once again reminded us of how one minute it, everything's normal, and the next, boom, you know, mm-hmm. it's not. So that that was just uh, a crazy thing to to add on to twenty twenty. The next one is Kamala Harris was chosen as Democratic Vice President candidate. So this is around August. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember um, for a moment it was like leaked a little early. And then it was like, whoa, is it really true? And then, yeah, it came out. And yeah, I thought I thought it was cool that she she was the Democratic um, Vice President. It wasn't like that candidate. big of a surprise either. I feel like everyone kind of knew it was going to be. Yeah. Her. Because oh. he he uh promised to have a woman as vice president, right? I think he yeah publicly... in one of the debates. Yeah. So uh, up next is another uh death, celebrity death. Any guesses? I'm trying to think so hard. Very beloved actor. Damn. Who is it? Chadwick Boseman. Oh yeah, that's right. Back in August, yeah. So this was this was another tragic celebrity death. I remember seeing that too, and that 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 just shocked me as well. I was like, "Whoa, man!" Like that came out of nowhere. Yeah. Apparently, I mean, he had he had. I think it was it like a disease. Yeah, he was battling colon Um, cancer for four years. Yeah. Yeah. So he he was dealing with that while like. Um, acting. Yeah, and stuff. I didn't even know about so, that. No one knew. It was like a secret until like he that's, ended that's up crazy. Kind of that makes everything he did during that time even 
even greater because imagine going through that you know yeah every i remember i remember that night everyone was just like holy shit you know the pain he must have been through and like he just meant so much to so many people like it it was crazy yeah (laughs) and i i also think it's kind of sad for like the like black panther series um because I think Disney said, like, okay, we're not going to replace him. And it it was a very influential piece of media, especially mm-hmm. for for Black people, um, you know, all around the world. And I, I really thought that there was going to be this whole, like, big franchise um, coming out of it. And, like, we didn't even, you know, Black Panther 2 hasn't even come out or anything like that. Yeah. So... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where that franchise is going to go without him because that he really made it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Have you guys seen that video where uh, I, it's like on a talk show? I forgot which one, but they have people and they're talking to like kind of this cardboard cutout of like how much that movie meant to them, and he ends oh, up surprising them. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I saw that video. That, that made me fucking cry, dude. <laughs> oh my god. Just the stuff that they were saying, you know that that, that just means so much to people. I mean it. it it means so much to me too because um in the in some of the earlier podcast episodes they were saying like when you get very specific with stuff uh movie wise like culturally or whatever like it relates to everyone in that way i feel even though i'm not black i still feel represented through that so just like imagine like actually seeing like a superhero like that it's crazy <laughs> so 2020 is not getting any better as we go down this list but up next, we have the West Coast wildfires. At this point, I, every year. Yeah, this, I was about to say, this is natural occurrence every year, unfortunately. I think it was worse this year. Oh, go ahead, Lizzie. Um, I, I'm from NorCal, and I, I remember one year in particular was really bad um, with the car fire. And there was also a fire that like wiped out an entire city, the city of Paradise. Mm. Um, which was pretty near us and like yeah and it's it's just scary you know when for four weeks the, the sky is just black or red and everything is smoky and it's just like you don't know what day you're gonna, going to need to evacuate yeah um i also remember um around that time there was a, a big herd of wild pigs and i had no idea that wild pigs even lived in our in this area <laughs> the pigs had they made refuge they took refuge in my backyard oh wow and they were yeah i saw them every night and they were just hanging out they uprooted the entire um our entire like lawn um yeah it was it was weird but like it affects everything mm, you know definitely Fires. Yeah, these fires are crazy. And we can't just we can't just rake the leaves, you know. <laughs> That's not forest management. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um, and I think that it's a good idea to look to the indigenous um, method, which is controlled fires. That's what's natural for the environment. Yes. Um, to clear out, you know, the old and make room for new plants and stuff. I don't understand what is wrong with the U.S. I mean, I, I do know what is wrong. I just mean, like, 
damn, we're just stupid as nation. Like, <laughs> we've been really... <laughs> we're pretty we're bad. So, uh, it's like, if the people who have lived here, the indigenous folks who have lived here way before the white settlers came and, you know, basically committed genocide, way before that, if they've been doing this for so long and they've been successful at controlling fires through their methods, why not like, hey, maybe this method, you know, works. Let's let's do that. Preserve the, <laughs> you know, preserve the wildlife and our forest and, and all that. Like they said, they're, they're probably like, you know, let's just rake the leaves. Like Leslie said, this will definitely help. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, well, you got to remember, I mean, the same people that went to the new world and were like, hey, you're Indians, right? And it became very quickly clear that they weren't, in fact, from India. And they still called them Indians. Yeah, it's it's, it's frustrating. <laughs> like, do you realize how stupid that is? <laughs> They're dumb. Oh, my God. It's insane. Uh, yeah, I don't even know what to say, man, at this point. It's, <laughs> the U.S. is... Oh my gosh. Anyways, uh, another death. This one in the political spectrum. Any guesses? Oh shit. Okay. I I do know this time. You do? Who is it? Uh Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yes. So that happened in September 18. She was 87. Mm-hmm. And then the whole thing happened. I was literally like, Yeah, I was like anguish. I was like kind of mad because i'm like oh no we're screwed i knew knew, like they were gonna fill it Mm -hmm. like i'm pretty sure that the very day mitch mcconnell's like all right we need to do our duty of uh, filling that seat as we are supposed to do that whole thing just angers me dude just oh it's just the audacity to they're basically like celebrating her death Mm mm-hmm it's it's so sad, and my thought was we're screwed. We're screwed. Yeah, it's just so sad that that the we have a president who lost a popular vote, but was able to get in three Supreme Court seats, and um, now we have like a Republicans have a supermajority basically yeah. in the Supreme Court. Next thing is, and I guess I this is meaningful. I guess because I would have preferred if it had gone in another direction. Trump test positive for COVID nineteen, <laughs> and I, I I think you know what I'm alluding to, but I remember this night so vividly. I was like, <laughs> I, I was like, has 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 the heavens finally blessed us with with something good? With with some karma, dude. All all the memes that night they were so. Funny, and then there was like, there was people doing like witch spells under his tweet. (laughs) It was so funny. Yeah, people doing brujeria. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's like you fucking asshole, fucking karma. But no, this fool probably has the best doctors in the world. He got fine. Like, fuck you. Oh yeah, I mean, you know they like shooting him up with like. (laughs) The strongest stuff they could get. He was like, hi. And then after, 
he did the same fucking thing. He learned nothing from that. And those people pissed me off that learned nothing from this. Like, just regular people. Oh my. He literally hopped into his car, right? He was in his car and just went about like, hey, I'm fine. Yeah, I mean, I'm, the saddest thing was that, yeah, he learned nothing because he recovered so easily through the best, you know, medical professionals that the nation has to offer. You know, he was, because he, he was like fine with it. Yeah, it's fine. And that only made um, his fault supporters like make it easier. We're almost done. <laughs> so this one is Eddie even is, is this a list of like the worst things that happened in 2020? Worst 20, yes. We're very close to that. We got about four okay. left, I believe. So the next one is Eddie Van Halen's death on October 6th. I, that's right. I totally forgot about that. Dang. So uh, he had been battling cancer for decades, apparently. Mm-hmm. I been believe in 2000, according to this. So Yeah. I mean, I, I wasn't necessarily the biggest fan. I mean, not not that I didn't like him. Like I I I know a lot of uh, some of his songs, mm-hmm. but I wasn't like a super diehard fan. So I don't want to like make it sound like I'm a poser or whatever. But I do like like classic rock and all that stuff. So yeah, I loved the song "Jump" by Van Halen. I play that one on the piano. <laughs> the piano. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know how it goes. Uh-huh. That actually sounds interesting on the piano. Yeah, it's like synth. I think oh, it's okay, okay. Synth. I thought you meant like like the classical piano. <laughs> I was so confused. Uh, oh yeah, actually, like a few days ago, I was trying. I was trying to do the riff, the guitar riff to "Say It Ain't So" by Weezer, and it's hard. It's hard to pretend to be a guitar in your piano. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next on the list is Joe Biden becoming president-elect. A huge event for the u.s we already had an entire episode on it if you haven't checked it out go check it out i regret a lot of the stuff i said in that episode (laughs) you already regret a lot is that what you said yeah i was was, like super (laughs) optimistic and i'm just like all the shit like he's not even in office yet but like all some of the decisions he's made already are already like oh my god never mind let's back yeah i mean it was um because like i remember election night um it was very nervous, very nerve wracking because it, it took so many days to like <laughs> to get the votes all together. Um, and I, yeah, I'm just glad it was, you know, very our, our elections are actually pretty secure, like vote vote wise, mm-hmm. um, which is good. Um, at least that works, you know, at least um, as much as as much as Republicans are trying to, you know, disrupt that with gerrymandering and whatnot now, um now we just only got to fix 99 percent of everything else that's wrong <laughs> we got that one percent down we just need the 99 so i was i was happy when when they finally announced that he was um president-elect i had some champagne you maybe a little too much <laughs> and it was, it was a good <laughs> thing maybe if i drink enough champagne i might end up in a different country <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's like if Biden wins, I have champagne, and if Trump wins, I have um, champagne to <laughs> drown out the sorrow. Champagne <laughs> all around. 
he looks so sad coming back to the White House. I was like, that gave me so much energy, so much joy. I find it hilarious yeah. watching him and his team of lawyers and all the Republicans and all of the Trump supporters just frantically trying to find any kind of you know legal matter to try to discredit a very correct decision in joe Biden as president and just the courts like nope nope like just laughing at them they're they're still fucking trying dude give it up you guys humor (laughs) it makes it worse it's like it's more embarrassing i think they fucking call like the left like oh you guys are such snowflakes you little babies blah 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 when when fucking donald trump won as much as we hated it we knew that was the outcome of the election yes we try to contest it as well but you guys are just crying the the night he won uh donald trump won in 2016 i was just like holy shit i couldn't believe it but you know this is the actual outcome i never thought like no uh, uh, i can't like shut up sue them sue them <laughs> Yeah, that that was definitely big. Yeah, it was like like because like Republicans would be like, "Oh, triggered snowflakes," <laughs> but then like, but then when their candidate lost, and they're like, "Wait, that's illegal." <laughs> like so basically, it was kind of like the like it seemed like they weren't going to accept any any other. Um, they wouldn't accept any anything but Trump winning. You know, they were going to see it as rigged. And then, like, uh, this is kind of going a little bit off topic, but, like, when Harry Styles wore that dress, they all got offended. Like, oh, okay, are you offended? Are you triggered by that? (laughs) You get me? Wait, they were triggered by what? Why? By Harry Styles wearing it. Oh, why? It wasn't necessarily, like, Donald Trump or anyone. It was, like, Ben Shapiro and, like, the talk show people or whatever. Yeah, I don't know how anyone takes Ben Shapiro seriously when he talks like this. (laughs) And um, he's so funny. <laughs> have you guys, have you guys uh, heard him like cover like song WAP? That's my favorite video ever. He's like, <laughs> he literally, he literally can't even like say the word. He's like, wet ass p word. Make that pullout game weak. Bruh. It's just like it's so funny. I don't know he's how he's really funny, but he's un- he's. Oh, how do I say this? Like, he's not trying to be funny. I just find his stuff really funny, but the, like. Like, because it's so stupid and it's just so cringe. Yeah. Fun fact: he was uh, from UCLA, Daily Bruin. Wait a minute, hold. Yeah, did you guys know what? that? What? Yeah. <laughs> UCLA. Wait, wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. What does that make you triggered too? No, I'm just. <laughs> I just did not know that. What the hell? I know it's tough. This motherfucker did go to UCLA. <laughs> Why did I not know this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe you didn't want to know this. Wait. <laughs> what were we talking about? <laughs> we're talking about the election, I think. Oh. <laughs> how, 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 how many yeah, do we have left? <laughs> Two. So the next one is another death. It's uh, regarding Jeopardy host Alex Trebek, mm. who died on November 8th, which this one's a very recent death. Yeah, I didn't really watch Jeopardy, but that man is iconic. I knew who that man was. I know his name, even though like I, I don't think I've ever watched a full episode of Jeopardy. That's how iconic he was. <laughs> and I still loved him. Okay, and the last thing on this list 
is a COVID-19 vaccine rollout, where Very... the first the first Americans were vaccinated against the coronavirus on December 14th. Just so fast. like Record-setting production. Wow. It's, it's, it's amazing. I'm We've ready to take the far. vaccine. If anyone out here ha- is hearing this, I'm ready. I don't care. They Give sent him me. a martyr hornet in the mail. <laughs> Not this one. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, people, I think people are, I mean, it's definitely scary, like, taking something for the first time, but, I mean. Oh, I'm not scared at all. No, I, I mean, like, I, 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 I think shots. it's. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's irrational like, to be a little bit afraid, but if you're still willing to go through with it, like you know, that's all, that's all props to you. But people having these insane conspiracy theories or these like irrational fears, like oh, <sighs> that they're gonna like uh, kill us, they're gonna kill us, they're gonna implant a chip or something like that, man. Oh uh, yeah, are afraid of like getting the mark of the devil or like getting microchips, and it's just like people are like, oh, it was it was, it was rushed, it was know. done too fast. Cook Shut up. Like technology like increases like its speed like very fucking quickly. I mean look look at we where we are now from like ten years ago technology wise. Oh like, it's crazy. It's, it's rapid. It's like rapidly increasing. Like shut up. Yeah. <laughs> but not just that, but that the entire world exactly. like leading experts are all we're all doing that race. Like it's not yeah, kind of like yeah. the arms race. They're but, all like, in a, they were all race. in a race to try to come up with the vaccine first. It's like competition. It's like mm-hmm. a competition, but it's good competition because you you know yeah. you you want this done as quick as possible. I I think yeah. for me, I would um obviously I would wait until like it's ready readily available because I you know I would want like the the workers and the patients I needed the most to to get it, and then like oh as it starts rolling out to like the general public here in the states, then I'd be like okay my time and i'm not one to get vaccines i don't even get the flu vaccine just because i i do worse when i get the flu vaccine if that makes sense yeah because i it's like it's like my body gets accustomed to it so it 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 doesn't i don't know it doesn't work as well as if i don't have it plus i'm someone who takes care of myself so but this is not the flu you know (laughs) it's Mm-hmm. Not the mm-hmm. flu, so I would definitely, you know, get shot up there. Like, like Leslie says, shots everywhere. <laughs> yeah, we talked about a lot of deaths, but you, you want to know? Um, want to talk about a birth? Um, so, do you guys remember that the like Elon Musk's Oh, the uh, one that sounds like a PlayStation Two G code. <laughs> yeah. 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 That, Name like X A E A twelve, something like that. These like, mother truckers were playing okay. Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, who doing those cheat codes to try to fly on their car, and we're like, "Hey, this is a good idea." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just really hope that like that kid grows up and is like, <laughs> "Yeah, you guys are pretentious." Like, <laughs> call me something like, just call me just something call me, like, simple, Xavier, yeah, like, Ash, something normal. He's like, "Hi, call I'm me just square." Bob. um so that was our little recap for 2020 what are you what are you looking forward to give us your little experience of 2020 and what you're looking forward to in 2021 who's gonna go first (laughs) um 2020 was you know it was rough but um i also got the like 
14, 15, which is, which I am pretty mad about. Um, so I think going into the next year, I want to have a more like healthy lifestyle where I actually get to go outside um, and like take more walks and um, actually have a, a better balance between doing work and doing things for myself. Yeah. And I would love to move to a new apartment where I can keep dogs because that would be amazing. I have some some dogs at home and I miss them every time I leave to go to school. And then uh, career wise, I hope to be able to get into some kind of studio. That would be amazing. But otherwise, I think that, you know, just getting by on, you know, subsisting on any kind of job would whether it's like making boba for people, I don't, I don't care at this point. Like, yeah. I just want to, I just want to survive. Uh, what about you, Alan? Um, twenty twenty has taught me how to appreciate the small things and just be really grateful for everything that I do have because a lot of people don't, especially. Um, I think twenty twenty and the pandemic and the recession and all that just made that really clear. Um. So just being thankful for that. And then 2021, I hopefully want to finish my short film. <laughs> um, 2021. Hopefully, hopefully release date. And just hang out with friends. Try to have a little bit more fun. <laughs> I know that I hate when like people say, like, what's your resolution? Oh, I'm trying to have a little bit more fun. Like, yeah, but I, I guess it's true. Let's see, career-wise, hopefully maybe getting an internship like at a, a media place would be really really dope if that could happen yeah just hopefully things get back to normal i know they're not going to get back to normal for for some time but hopefully by the end of 2021 things are, are looking up yeah. yeah that's a dream you too brian um well the 2020 has been rough for so many reasons but it definitely if i could take one thing away it's that life isn't easy whatsoever and it's about how you navigate those difficult moments and how you are able to adapt to them that allow you to survive. Because I feel like we're all just surviving on this planet. Um, so my goal is to not survive, but thrive and help other people as well thrive. Some people are literally just surviving on this planet, doing the best they can to like provide and all that for their families that that shouldn't be the case you know we should all be thriving so for me just next year professionally i i really want to um begin acting a lot more i know the entertainment industry is really slow right now mm -hmm. so either working writing or, or acting or if i end up going to grad school obviously i'll be i'll be acting as well in the programs mm -hmm. um, but any kind of job really in the industry to get yeah. my foot in the door would be great because it's it's competitive as heck and it's not easy. You can say that again. <laughs> and uh, personally, um, just try to be. I'm trying to get into the best shape of my life. Like I'm at a, I'm in a good place. Like I just, uh, I just for the first time was able to run a six minute mile again. <laughs> wow. Which I hadn't done in a, in a yeah in a while. So. My goal is to run even quicker and be in better shape and definitely try to COVID permitting, try to spend uh, 
more time having fun doing doing things I enjoy. Perfect. Uh, all right. Well, this was a very lengthy episode, but I feel like it was a uh, it was needed. Twenty twenty was a very long year for us. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, so. With that being said, any final thoughts before we end on the very last episode of Part of Cultura for 2020? Um, I wish everyone a happy new year. I, w- I would just like to do the same. Happy new year. Be safe. Um, if you're in Los Angeles, cases are drastically rising. So please be safe. Be responsible. Oh, yeah. Use common sense. Yeah, especially with, with the end of the holidays. Mm-hmm look out like this is probably going to be the worst time um that we've had uh, in terms of cases yeah so just be responsible be safe have a good time as well we'll see you next year yeah for me happy new year to everyone stay safe like they said and try to go into 2021 with a different mentality like i said i hate drama so maybe stop looking at your at, at people as competitors and try to coexist on this earth peacefully you know so yeah going with that mentality you you open up a world of possibilities but if you guys enjoyed this episode make sure to rate us if you are listening on youtube at our youtube channel at an excellent theater association make sure to subscribe so you know when a new episode drops and if you would like to follow us on social media, we do have an Instagram. You can follow us at LFT UCLA. We post when a new episode drops on there, as well as other content. We also have a TikTok at LFT underscore talks, where we post tutorials and some funny skits and stuff we do. We have a lot coming out for 2021. So 2021 is definitely, it'll be a, I think a step up for LFTA compared to 2020. So if you enjoyed this, check out our other episodes of Part of Cultura. Everything will be on Instagram. And our, uh, there'll be a link. And this has been another episode of Part of Cultura. Adios. See you, everyone.